Welcome to Unleash Your Niche with me, Amy Cager, the podcast aimed at helping you get clear in your business niche and identity so you can stand out, become the go-to person in your field and attract more of the right customers. Enjoy the episode. Does the thought of writing your about page fill you with a bit of dread so you keep putting it off on your to-do list? It keeps going to the bottom. It doesn't ever come up to the top. You always think, I'll do it another day, I'll do it another day. So let me know if that sounds a bit like you. Or you're not really sure what you should be writing. Do you need to have that X Factor story? You know, on X Factor, they've all got that backstory that they all go into. Do you, But what if you don't have one of those? Do you have to go super personal? Do you need to talk about all these things that are personal to you? Or should it be really super professional? Or should you mention you've got kids? Should you not? What about qualifications? Lots of things that might cause a bit of question about what should actually be on your about page. But don't worry. So don't stress. The stress is over because I'm going to be sharing with you what your homepage should contain and most importantly, why. So statistically, the about page is the second most viewed page on a website after the homepage. So you've got a really fantastic opportunity here to continue to build that relationship with your reader. So this is absolutely not a page that should be done in a rush or not thought about properly. So there are some key things that you should, that you want to include on this page to help build that connection, say, with your reader. And it may even be that clincher, so why someone chooses you over somebody else. So like anything you write, anything on your website, the things to be thinking about here are how it's of interest to your reader and I say, is it building that connection? So this is all about building connections with the person reading your page with your with the stuff that you're writing. So imagine you are your website visitor, they've landed on your homepage, they've read that, they like what they've seen there, they can see that you solve their problem. They know that they're in the right place, but now they want to know a little bit more. You've got them interested, they're intrigued, they now want to confirm to themselves that they have made the right decision, that thinking that you are the right person to help them with their problem. So now they want to know a little bit more about you and about your business. But I'm going to start off with a little secret first about the about page. And that is, it's not actually about you. That's right. Like all other pages, everything else that you do in your business, it's still about your customer. It's not about you. So it is a little bit misleading with the about you as the name of the page, but it's still about your customer. They are still the most important person that you should be thinking about. So this page still needs to be 100% tailored towards what's in it for them, for your visitor, for your potential client. So you still need to be talking about those pain points. 
So today I'm going to be sharing with you what you should be including on your about page to make it super awesome for your visitors to really relate with you with what you're saying and to tempt them onto that first rung of that ladder to become one of your raving super fans. So where do you start? So I'm going to go through three sections that you should be including on your about page to make sure it truly resonates with your wonderful readers. So there will be a mix of elements. So we don't want an about page that's only a boring CV style page. We also don't want an about page that is an autobiography spanning your whole life up until now. And we absolutely don't want it to be one of those boring, unrelatable, faceless about pages that just states a mission statement that has absolutely nothing to do with the reader at all. You know, to be honest, the reader doesn't care what your internal company focused mission statement is, you know, especially when there's no photos, there's faceless, there's no names, you know, they are the worst. And we absolutely do not want to say we when there is only one of you. <laughs> and, and you know, if there is a we, explain who we is. Who is we? You know, who, who are the people that make up we? <laughs> so people do not like not knowing who people are behind a business. It's just stopping that connection immediately. And it's something I say, and I'm sure you would have heard it other people say it too all the time, is that people connect with people. And so the about page is absolutely one page that you can't keep faceless. So definitely needs to have photos. What are these three sections that you should be including on your about page? So the first section is the, shh, it's not really about you, it's about them section. So you need to start with what's in it for them. So your visitor will most likely have come from one of two places. Your homepage. So they will have seen who you help and how you help and how you answer their problem. So they're going to be wanting to know more. Or they will have come from a blog post. So they would have read something that answered a problem that they were having and now they want to know a little bit more about what you can do to help them. So they're now on your about page and they and when they start reading your about page, they are going to want to know that they are still in the right place. That your homepage wasn't a bit of a fluke. They are in the right place and you can help them. So you need to keep them interested with what's in it for them. So you need to open with those pain points again. The same ones that are running throughout the whole of your website, that are on your homepage, that are on your service pages. You know, what are the problems that your A-list client is having and how do you solve them? So you need to be focusing on who you help. So this is so your visitor knows that this is absolutely for them. You know, they haven't got it wrong. You are there to help them and only them, as it were. So, and then what do you do to help? So what is it you do? How do you create this magic that is going to help them so much? 
And then finally, how is that of interest or benefit to your reader, to the visitor? So your potential client, what's that metamorphosis that they want to happen in their lives, in their business that you help them with? So basically, how does what you do get them to where they want to be? So it's still focusing on these key elements. The way that this paragraph starts to be just that little bit different to the bullet points you might have on your homepage or your service page is that you're starting to position yourself directly as that person that solves the problem. And you do this by just subtly saying things like, and I help by, or I understand, those kinds of things. So those bullet points that you're having, it's starting to string them into more of a paragraph than just kind of bullet points. So then after this section, which should still be short and punchy, but, you know, a few paragraphs, um, you know, we don't want a big massive essay here. It's keeping them interested. It's getting to the point. So the next section is the nosy Parker section. So this is where you start to get that little bit more personal now and allow the reader to get to know you more. And this is where you can start to build that personal brand and that human element. As I say, this is the bit that nosy people like, you know, they want to know all these little bits. So this section is where you start to build the like part of the know, like and trust paradigm. So you want to say a little bit about you. But as said, this is not still not really about you. So you want to say a little bit about you, but how that is relevant. So it's relevant to what you do and relevant to how you help your customer. So why do you do what you do? What drives you? What do you want to achieve by what you're doing? Show the passion for what you do. You know, why are you doing the thing that you are doing, basically? What, what got you here? What got you to the place where you are now? And then you can start to add the more fun and personal elements. But this is still not the main bit. This is just a few items that make you you. And as well as featuring them on, on this page, think about how you can bring these elements into your social media content and other things that you do. So this starts to be a feature of, of you and your personal brand, not just a list of things that you put on your about page just because you need to show a bit of personality. You know, it starts to become a bigger thing. So it's, it's keeping, you know, if you have a few points that you say, start to mention them everywhere. So it becomes more relevant. It becomes part of you and your business. And these items, even though they're not the main part of this section, you know, this once again, this isn't a big, massive essay here of all the things that you do and all personal stuff about you. These things can be the thing that gets people to connect with you and because they like these things as well. So it can be that that clincher of, you know, they're already quite liking you, but then they like the same thing. And it's like, oh my God, yeah, I want to speak to this person now because I also love this thing, you know. So I want to talk to them about this thing as well as obviously the business thing that they can help me with. So it's it's just thinking about how you can use those things. And I should probably put a little bit of a caveat here. You absolutely do not need to overshare. So you don't need to tell people your life story. You don't have to tell them things that you don't want people to know. You know, that's totally up to you you know this still needs to be kept 
short and succinct, you know, not paragraphs and paragraphs long. So we don't want a whole life story here. You know, we want to keep relevant bits that will be of interest to your customer. And if you're a little bit unsure about what you should actually be including here, what parts of you you should be sharing that shows a little bit of your personality, but maybe isn't totally irrelevant, you know, then check out my episode, How to Stand Out Using Your Personality, because I go over the, these elements in a little bit more detail there. So the third and final section on your about page is your the prove it section. So now we get into the how you can prove who you say, what you say you are. (laughs) So what makes you credible? You know, now's the time to demonstrate that you know your stuff. You know, what's your experience? How are you the specialist or expert in your area? You know, how long have you worked in this industry? Any impressive clients that you may have had that's relevant to your A-list client? You know, do you have certain qualifications? Have you been featured anywhere particularly spectacular? You know, now's the time to to show off, basically. But this is the icing of the cake stuff. It still needs to be relevant. You know, the other stuff before is, is leading to this. This is not the thing you start with. This is after they already know that you can help them. They've kind of got to know you a little bit more. And now it's the, and I do know my stuff because here is some examples. But if you're thinking, you know, "Eh, I am a little bit new or I don't have like qualifications or I haven't been doing this for years and years and, you know, I haven't been featured anywhere and I don't know what to say here, then not to worry because, you know, whether you've got lots of stuff to say or not, it's a really great idea to add some testimonials in this bit. So add the testimonials here in in this section because, you know, someone saying how good you are is you know, way better than you saying it. You know, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, people always react more to you know, a recommendation or someone saying, you know, this person really does know their stuff. They're brilliant. You know, once again, this is this is what your reader, what your potential customer really cares about. Is there proof that this person does what they say they can do? Yep. Here is someone singing their praises. Brilliant. Perfect. Tick box. That's what I needed. You know, they've been telling me all this stuff that sounds fantastic. Everyone on their site, it's seeming like they can help me, but can they really help me? Are they just writing all this stuff? Is there any proof? And testimonials are perfect for that, as I say, because it is someone else backing up what you are saying. Like this person is telling the truth. And if you want to know the best way of getting testimonials that do position yourself as the go-to person, then check out my episode, how to position yourself as the go-to person, because, you know, you don't want to have generic testimonials that could be applied to anyone in any business. You know, those testimonials that are just like, Amy is very good at her, what she does, I would highly recommend her. It doesn't give you anything, does it? It doesn't prove anything. It just, I mean, yes, great that they would recommend you, but how do you actually solve that problem? So you don't want just generic testimonials. You want something that, say, proves that you do what you say you do. And in that episode, I share with you how you can avoid this and how you can get testimonials that do position your business properly. So do check that out. And then the last thing to end this page is a call to action. So this is a little Brucey bonus for you. So you don't want this to be a dead end page. 
all website pages should have a next step. When someone gets to the end of the page, you are taking them somewhere else. And maybe it's to your most read blog post, or perhaps it's your service page, or maybe both. You're giving them an option of where they are in their journey. They might not be ready to want to work with you yet. They might need to have that little bit more information about what you do and what you help, but they might be ready as well. So it's probably worth having maybe a couple of options. So your website needs to be a journey, needs to have a journey. And if someone is interested, you want to carry them on that journey and finding that little bit more about you. But website journeys are a whole other thing. So I won't go into that today. But it's not just it's not enough just to have some information and then nothing to act upon. You know, think about it. You if you're the reader and you get to the bottom of a page and, you know, you're still liking what's being said, they're getting even more excited because you've got some really great things that you're saying that they're thinking, yes, this person can really help me. They will want to know more. They will want that next fix. They'll want to keep exploring. You don't want to just leave it at that. That's the end. You know, I'm not going to tell you anymore. So you're helping them out. You're pointing them to somewhere else that you think they'll find really helpful to give them that next level of information. You know, you're being really helpful. So just have a think about that when you are planning these pages and your website as a whole. So to recap, the three sections that you need to have on your about page are number one, the shh, it's not about you, it's all about them section. The nosy Parker section, and the prove it section. So the three main sections. And then the little Brucey bonus is the call to action. So at the very end of the page, send them somewhere else that will be of interest and that will then give them that next level of information. So they haven't just read the about page and then that's it. Or you're expecting them to decide where they want to go. I hope that helped get you a bit clearer on what sort of content you need to include on your about page. This is a page you absolutely should be thinking about and is still one that can be really important in connecting with your reader and also amplifying what makes you different and totally amazing so you can stand out from your competition. Don't forget to come and join me and lots of other awesome solopreneurs over in my Facebook community, Unleash Your Niche, as well as recording each of these episodes live so you get to ask me your questions. There are also monthly Q&A sessions, guest speakers and lots of other fun stuff for helping get you clear on your niche so that you can stand out, position yourself as the go-to person and attract lots more fabulous A-list clients. Just search Unleash Your Niche on Facebook or click on the link in the show notes. I can't wait to see you over there. So that's all from me. I'll catch up with you next time or over in the group. Have an awesome week. Thanks so much for listening to the Unleash Your Niche podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, do please check out amycager.com where you'll find more to help you get focused and clear on your niche and how to amplify that in your communication.